Welcome to Real Estate Daily. This is your weekend edition, and I am your real estate guru. Well, on the weekend edition, we always have a little extra fun. I hope you got a cup of coffee with you, as I do this morning, sipping on my my uh, black, excuse me, my, my black rifle coffee company coffee this morning, and enjoying it for sure. Put in the chat room, what are you sipping on to get yourself rolling this morning? Today, our topic is appearances. And the question is, do appearances matter? Thank you so much for those who send that this, uh, this topic out to me. It's a great topic. I get asked throughout the year, usually kind of on a side note as for this. So it's time to do a show on appearances and do appearances actually matter well the easy let me give you an easy answer and then we're going to get dive into the details much deeper today and that is yes appearances matter i'm sorry to tell this to you but appearances do matter people at when they first meet you are shallow i'm not trying to insult anybody but we all make assumptions of who you are when we first see you do we have biases as people of course you do we all have biases and we work to overcome them i hope you work to overcome your biases as all of us need to work to overcome our biases in life but this is why appearances do matter but they may not matter the way you think or in the long run. So let's get into some of the details about do appearances actually matter. By the way, welcome to the show. Take a moment and hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, which will open up all of the member only opportunity videos and trainings for you. Every week we do a member-only training where we dive deeper into the market than we do on any of these others. And it they are wonderful opportunities. If you are serious about building your business, hit the subscribe button. It's right down here. Hit that subscribe button. Open up the member-only opportunities for you where we take a deeper dive into the market. Okay, let's talk about appearances where the question is, do they matter? And yes, they matter. <laughs> I know some people are probably thinking, I'm going to say they don't matter. They do matter. Appearances absolutely matter. So let's talk about the first one that always comes up, your car. You drive up in a car. Should I go and buy myself a brand new car? Should I get a Lexus? Should I get a Mercedes? Should I get a Jag? Should, should I drive up in some in a junker? Should, what kind of car should I drive up? Well, let me tell you, it only matters to the on the extreme ends. Appearances do matter, but the difference you're going to make that you're not going to want, you can make a difference all right with your car, but it's on the extreme. And so you drive up in a junker that barely runs and it's clunking down the road and it's a, this annoying clunker. Or you drive up in the $200,000 Jag or, or something. These extreme ends, people are going to notice and they're not overall going to appreciate. They're going to wonder why. Why are you driving up in the $200,000 Jag? Why are you driving up in a clunker that 
barely can can be legal on the street. That's when it matters. It doesn't matter as far as who you are in the middle of it. But on the extreme ends, this will not serve you well. There's people out there actually saying, get a better car and you will get better business. Tell you, I have not found that to be true. I've been realtor of the year. I'm incoming president of, of a large association. I have not found it to be true. I've done the business for lots of years. I'm a real estate attorney. I've had my law practice. I have not found that in in any of my career, my professional careers, to be true. And that goes back to when I actually could drive and I had eyesight to, to drive. So before you say it's because I can't see, it it spans. And I certainly ride in plenty of cars, obviously, still to this day. Whether it's, you know, other transportations of, of Ubers and cabs, or usually my wife and I that, that are out in our own Honda Civic. When we pull up, what you want is a car that is clean, that is somewhere in that huge average on the in-between. Your car might be a $70,000 car. That's, that's not hugely expensive nowadays, uh, amazingly. Or it might be a $7,000 car. And all of that happens to be fine. Because you're going to be there and people won't take that much notice of it. It's not an impressive thing or a, a lack of impression. But if you pull up in something that you have to ask your client for a jump start to get it going again, that's going to be a problem. If you pull up in a $200,000 Jag and you don't want people to touch it, look but don't touch, well, that's also going to be an, a, a problem of how they interact with you. It's not an advantage. Some think, oh, I'll get a better car. It's an advantage to me. I have not found it to be an advantage. Please put in the comment what you think about your car and what you see other people in. Are, are you seeing them pull up in fancy cars? And are you impressed with it? If you pull up to the hospital clinic to see your doctor and he and he she pulls up in a in a two hundred thousand dollar jag, are you more impressed with their services? I'll bet that you're not. I'll bet you're not more impressed with it. In fact, you might think just the opposite. Why don't they buy a more reasonable car and low and lower their their service cost to you? Which you know. Those kind of things usually do not pair together, by the way. We're talking about things that are on the edge. Okay, you know, it is the weekend edition. I always try to calm it down a little bit and have a little more fun on the weekend edition. I hope that you have lots of showings this weekend. You're getting going this morning. You're building your business and you're taking some time with family. Because you know this this business, you got into this business so you wouldn't have to work a nine to five job. And in real estate, you don't have to work a nine to five job to pull it off. Okay, let's go to the to the next big appearance topic that always comes up. It's the next big thing. That is, should I be in a suit? 
Do I have to wear a suit all the time? You know, I wore a suit for much of my professional career. And then I came to a realization I, it, I'm the only one that's probably looking at that it matters. Unless I'm in an environment that others are in suits. Of course. If the standard environment is that others are in suits, then you'll want to be in a suit. You will always want to dress at least as good as your client. Otherwise, your client could end up being embarrassed. So you need to predict what's going on. Now, there before you meet the client a whole lot, that, that's difficult to call out. So what you do is you dress business class. And then from that point, you can move on onward with it. Typically in the Northwest, we are not wearing a whole lot of ties anymore. But we're still doing business casual for most of the time. There is a time for the business class. And that's where you dress up and you're, you're in your full suit. But there's a difference between being in a, in a regular suit and being in, you know, the Armani suit or wearing the Prada shoes or th things like this that are simply not necessary. And you're probably wasting your money. I hate to say this. Throw in the comments. You can disagree with the guru. It's fine. You're probably wasting your money because people really aren't taking that kind of notice. They're not going to buy a house from you just because you've shown up in Prada. Now, I'll tell you this. If it makes you feel better to wear a better suit or Prada shoes or what, what whatever it is, if it makes you feel that much more confident with the career choice that you've made, well, then why not? Go ahead. You're not hurting anything. I had a law practice in D.C. right down. My, my uh, office was down on Pennsylvania Avenue, and I was working as inde an independent attorney, and then I would go attach myself doing some work for some larger offices, one of the offices said, you're, if you're going to work with us, there is a dress code for us. And in that dress code included a particular style of shoes. They gave me the address of where to go get them. They gave me the address of where to go and have my tailored clothes done if I was going to work with them. And I chose to work with them for a while. So I had to fit their style. That's an exact example of fitting into a cultural style that you're either going to do it or you're not going to be part of their culture. That's okay if that's what you want. But let me tell you, there's plenty of business out there that's business casual. Business casual without having to wear the Prada, without having to wear, wear the tie, regular people needing regular homes, and you can build your business and be a real person and love every minute of it. Absolutely love it. But again, if wearing those kind of things changes it for you, well, then that's okay. Go ahead. I wouldn't spend the money on the car. That's not going to change it for the client. What you need to focus on things that are, if it's an appearance, how does it change it? 
for the client. Okay, moving on. <coughs> Excuse me. It, it is the weekend. Hold on. Our next topic on appearance is technology. How does technology change your appearance and your ability to interact with the client? You know, we all love our cell phones. I am so attached to my cell phone. I don't, I, I probably do have a, a separation anxiety from it. It goes everywhere with me. I, I, if I'm separated from it at all, even if I walk out to our barn on our property, I usually have it in my pocket. I'm very attached to the technology. However, when I'm with a client, we have to be aware of what our appearance looks like. Do we have an earpiece in and we're paying attention more to our phone, our technology, than we are to our client? Now, this becomes an appearance issue problem. And if you're like me, you love your technology, throw in the, in, in the chat room, what technology do you love? What do you do? You, are, do you have separation anxiety from your technology? How often are you are you checking your technology? I check my technology, and I'll just be be playing with it way too often. It's probably to the level of hundreds of times a day I'm checking it, and I know it's too often. That's just kind of who I am. But when I'm with a client, I don't have my earpiece in. That people know these things. Oh, the earpieces can be very small. By the way, I use Jabra earpieces. Love them. I've loved them for years. I think Jabra is out there making some of the best earpieces available. Throw in the chat room what kind of earpiece in your technology are you using? Because most of us now are using some kind of an earpiece to talk talk on. Or, and, and when it comes to headphones, same thing, I use Jabra. All right now I'm using the, the Jabra 285 when it comes to a full set headset. Okay, so technology, what about computers? Love my computer, I'm certain you love yours. Our industry of real estate is one of the highest tech industries out there. Your clients may not be that high tech. You have to think about how are you appearing to them when you say to them, great, you want to make an offer, $400,000, 123 Main Street, no problem. I'll have this sent over to you in just a little while, and you'll docu-sign. Talk, talk to you later. I'll let you know if you get the offer. You know, we may want to break that down a little bit <laughs> because people may not have any idea how to docu-sign something. I love the fact that we're in the land of video these days. Video is hot, 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 hot. The year 22 is another year of building video and live stream. That's where we're at. However, your clients may not appreciate it. In fact, the appearance that you are promoting it may be a big turnoff to them. You need to read your client and find out 
what do they want? Appearances, remember, it's not about you for the most part. You know, it's the 10% about you. If it's a confidence builder and you need to, you need to wear the suit, go for it. Beyond that, it's about the client and how you appear to the client. So you really have to think through this. How are you appearing to your client base? And does it help the deal? Does it help the relationship? Does it help you get further into their head on motivation and what they're doing? And ultimately, to close a deal. I want you to build your business and close more deals this year. And to that, we have to have what's called, you know, this is old-fashioned. We taught it in universities for years and years and years, the you attitude. And that's not the me attitude. It's the you attitude. That is the client. We're pointed, you is the client. What do they want? That will allow us to mirror a better image of what they're looking for in all of these categories. Now, you're not going to go out and cha change out cars because your client happens to want to see you in a Jag. That, that would be ridiculous. But as far as dress codes and technology and what you're doing with it, that can completely change up. And let's remember... All of these things play a role into how you are appearing in front of your client and whether your client is going to close a deal with you and whether your client's going to recommend you to their friends and family and associates for the next deal. And that's what you want is to be recommended because I'll tell you, fishing all the time for a new client is not how you're going to build your business long term. That's a wonderful way to get business initially. But long-term, what you want is to have repeat business that you're being referred and you're not having to go fish for new clients. And that means you need to make a great impression with the current client base. How do you make the great impression? You understand the you attitude and what they're looking for and not just because you want to do it. We had a client just recently, and this was not an elderly client, by the way. We were going to send them DocuSign, and they simply did not want to do it. They didn't believe in the product. They, they thought there were security problems. And you know what? Maybe there are. They wanted to come into the office and physically sign. Now, let me tell you, I personally, I told you my love of technology. I love the DocuSign products, DocuSign, DigiSign, whatever the, the digital technological way of signing nowadays is. I love all of that. However, I it's the you attitude. I have to understand where the client's at and respect it. Otherwise, my appearance to them is that I'm above them. I'm uppity. And then I think less of them for wanting to physically sign. I don't want that. That wasn't the goal. 
That wasn't the goal at all. We got together and had them physically sign in the office, and we simply went page by page and had them exercise, do their hand exercises and sign every page. That's not, that's not a bad thing. It's not only not a bad thing, it's not a horrible thing, it's not even a slight. That's understanding where your client is, and sometimes stepping back like that really makes us take on a new focus for ourselves instead of just being so quick with the technology. Yeah, in technology, most of us in real estate love the camera. We love taking pictures. We love taking pictures of everything. And that's good. And as well as, the, as I keep mentioning, this is the year of video. Video is hot. Well, how do you appear when you're taking all these pictures? Are your clients okay with the video? Make sure you check in with them. You don't want to come off as this uppity person. All right, next is business office addresses. Wow, this came up a, a few years ago for me, and I was surprised to find out people really buy into, you know, like having the, they want the 1000 Pennsylvania Avenue or the, whatever the, the classic address is, and then there'll be a suite number that goes along with it because not everybody can have the major address of where the building is. So there's going to be a suite number or attention to the name of something. Well, I hate to break this down, but the people out there buying homes don't care anymore if they ever did. I'm not certain they ever did care where your office address is. We are now so virtual, so incredibly virtual, that an off, a classic office address of 10,000 Main Street, just name your, your classic office address, doesn't matter to the client anymore. If it ever did, and like I said, I'm not certain that that was ever breaking down barriers because all that ever shown is that you were in, in this famous building. Some people have, have posted and believe that an office address is the appearance they want for their business, even though they are never there. They simply adhere to an address system that gives them a better, what they think is a better address. I would challenge you that that does not work and it doesn't matter to the client because your relationship is going to be made with this client on first appearances that will have nothing to do with them ever knowing what your business address is. I wouldn't give it another thought. I wouldn't spend the money on major addresses. That, that has been sold for years and years, the, the address system, and that one is better than another. I think those barriers are gone. Love to hear from you in the chat. What do you think about, a, about famous addresses?
for large buildings, famous buildings, things like this. Okay, let's get over to attitude because attitude pulls all this together. Attitude on appearances is what breaks down the barriers. It was it is the peace that reaches across and makes the relationship happen even when you might drive up in a clunker and you need a you need a jump from your client and you're you're feeling so bad about it having a humble address excuse me <laughs> having a humble attitude that you are not knowing everything even though you have advanced knowledge in real estate. There's no doubt about it. That's why you're licensed. But remain humble. I mean, all of us that have been in the business any amount of time have had the following happen to us. We show up showing the client 123 Main Street, and the client says, is there anything else in my price range that looks like this in this school district? And we say, well, we pulled all the homes. And they say... Well, I found one at, you know, 789 Apple Street, and you didn't see it. This is where remaining humble and humble appearances is really important to building your business. Because nobody can know it all. No matter how techy you are, no matter how much you've studied, the market is changing all the time. And that house may not have been on the MLS. It may not have been on systems that you're looking at. It's simply, you may have missed it. Maybe you put your cutoff dollars $1 under what that house came up to. And now you've missed it and they're pointing it out. What kind of an appearance is this? Well, it's all about how you handle it next is how you're going to appear to the client. If you come off with, I discounted that, that's not going to be good for you. It's out of your price range or something like this. Maybe that's not the best idea. Instead, consider this. Wow, that's wonderful. Let's take a look at that and see if those details at that address work for you. Thank you for bringing it up and helping the search because it's only between the two of us that we're going to, going to find all the opportunities for you in the market. But that's a harder approach for a lot of us because we like to feel like we are the one bringing the information to the client and for the most part, you are, but you're not bringing it all. The client also owns some information. Remember, your client, even at the best of times, is somebody else's client that they are pushing to have, and that's important. Okay, so today we've talked about appearances. Does car matter? And the car matter matters only on the extreme ends, and it matters to the negative. Do suits matter? Suits can matter, but usually it's only to your own confidence level. Shoes like Prada or uh, Alan Edmonds, so many of the other famous shoemakers, do they matter? 
And usually it only matters to your personal confidence level. We need to dress in our personal dress as similarly to the client as we can. But we never want to dress down. In the Northwest, I can tell you this usually means that we are going business casual. On the East Coast, it's always been a, li a, a little more strict. When I had my law practice in D.C., it was all about suits. But everybody was in them, and the clients expected it. So notice how we are doing the new attitude here. That What does the client want? What does the client expect of the professional? That's the incredible importance here. Do appearances matter? We started off with this statement. I'll end with the statement. Yes, appearances matter, but it matters how you are interacting. Let's build your business together. We have coaching programs to help you build a business bigger than you ever thought 22 could be. We have a Kickstarter program that will put you on top with clients in your pipeline. Let's build your business. Let's make 22 the best business year you could have ever thought it could be. All right. I am your real estate guru. This is Real Estate Daily Weekend Edition. We'll be talking soon. Take care, guys.